This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips and help other book lovers in this industry, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher, to learn about marketing. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations is for anyone across all different industries. So today we have an old, I'm not gonna say old as in age, but an old as in friend, an old friend and colleague of mine, Lane Booth, who is the CEO and dashboard expert of the Project Booth, a business growth agency that uses proven metrics and data to bring business owners to the next level in their business. By up-leveling client services with strategically planning and visual dashboards, which I have had the joy to experience, business owners can reclaim their time to focus on their business, make data-driven decisions, and increase their income, all of which is true. Welcome, Lane. Thank you, Maria. Such a delight to be on the other side of the screen with you today. I know. Normally, you're in charge when we have a meeting, and now it's my turn to ask you the questions. Exciting. Well, let's start off by talking about the fact that I did not know that you had a black belt. <laughs> Showed it yes, I love that question though. It's such a great icebreaker. What's something most people don't know? And so, yeah, I, um, I was like in, in, um, growing up in school and everything, my mom was always trying to find like an activity for my sister to like gravitate and, and, and enjoy. So she went through dance and soccer and all the things. And so like, I, and I just went right along with her. So whatever she was trying, like I was trying to, and karate was one of the things that we really stuck with together. And actually she has a black belt and, and so do I. So by the time I think my senior year in high school, um, we were both, yeah, black belts in karate. And so um, my, I will say the fun part though is don't really use it, you know, much these days. I'm not still actively training, but it is fun um, when, you know, kind of messing around with your husband and getting like him into hand locks and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> stop doing karate on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. And it's empowering as a woman to know that you can physically defend yourself if you needed to, and that you know this um, culture, you have this aspect of um, like a different culture and learning about their discipline. And I think that's really neat. Mm -hmm. Well, Lane, yeah. I've invited you here today because not only have you helped Cardinal Rule Press in tremendous ways in our business, and really you've helped us to see that when we're marketing, it's not just about doing the next best thing, um, but really looking at the numbers and deciding whether or not what we're doing is giving us a return on our investment. Um, so you've mm -hmm. really helped us to become smarter in our marketing, but you've also done something that has um, added to my professional development in so many ways. And there is a huge, uh, there's a huge learning curve behind what you do with your virtual events. So mm -hmm. you have hosted now, I believe two or maybe three virtual Just finished summits. our third virtual summit. Mm -hmm. That was your third virtual summit. And I love participating and learning from all of the experts, but I know that there's a wealth of knowledge and information behind why you do what you do. So mm -hmm. let's just dive right in and learn about hosting a virtual event. 
Yes. Well, I feel like, you know, first of all, let's kind of clarify what that is. I mean, virtual events can happen a lot of different ways. They can be live, they can be pre-recorded, they can be a blend of both. Um, So for the virtual summits that that I like to host the best, it's kind of like a blend of, um, you know, podcast batching. So I'm I'm pre-recording the interviews, but then I'm dropping them in a live scenario um, typically over a five or a 10 day window. And so I'm uh, grouping like-minded or you know, similar topics together. So you know, day one might be all about marketing. Day two is all about systems and so forth. So we're really bundling it in a way where it's on theme and easily digestible and people can watch at their own pace a little bit, but still have the urgency to stick around and, and, and listen and, and find solutions to the key problems that they are looking to solve um, in, a, in a space that has a lot of expertise coming to the table as well. And so my first question for you as as a business owner, because I know what the goal is for those that you connect with, it's to educate and to provide valuable content to these people. But what is the goal as your, from yourself, from a business owner? What would be the goal for the event? Yes, that's a, such a great question. And actually a key metric that I feel like a lot of people forget because they feel like their goal is to run a summit. And your goal isn't to run a summit. Your goal is to increase awareness, growth, sales, you know, there's something that needs to happen. There is a specific call to action. So for me, um, and I, and I tell my students and and clients this all the time, like, what is the, where's the thing that you make money? And then what's the one thing that happens before that? Mm -hmm. And so that one thing right before is typically what these big summits or events are geared towards. And so for me, that's booking a call. Um, you know, I want to use the summit to engage with people, to deliver high value. But at the end of the day, too, I want to call forward, hey, if you're struggling with, you know, these specific problems, one, two, three, then I want to invite you to book a call and we'll talk through that together. Um, and then I know that, you know, based on my metrics that, you know, 30 to 40% of people I get on the call with are going to move forward in some capacity to work together. Mm -hmm. Um, Much like, you know, if you're a book publisher, then, um, you know, people, you know, getting to your, to your product on Amazon, like driving traffic to Amazon is going to be a key metric that, that next step. And then they are going to purchase, you know, a certain percentage are going to purchase after that. So uh, at the end of the day, you absolutely need to have a specific call to action. And I am, always encourage people not to just build an email list, but to invite people to, to buy from you um, as part of their events. So you have a process set up where you have everyone viewing the events, and then there's that specific, specific call to action that goes out a few days after the event, book a call, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. So that's your goal from the back end. Tell me about the challenges in running this type of event, because I know you can't do it single-handedly on your own. I mean, you probably (laughs) tried that first time, but there are, let's talk about it. There's a graphic designer needed. um, So some people can do that on their own, but there's also a tech aspect. You're hosting everything on a certain platform. Um, Mm -hmm. There is the need to schedule and to pitch. So first to pitch and then to schedule and then to follow up with that um, schedule for different speakers. Um, mm-hmm. what else? There's the call to action with the follow-up. And then there's also an aspect, um, do you do the summit where people can pay um, a price, an affiliate price, um, 
your speakers probably can get affiliate fees, but there's a price that you can pay for the lifetime membership. I can't remember if you do that yet. Yes. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, I do. I do make that offer at the, typically at the beginning actually is a, what I call like a bundle or all access pass. Uh, where, hey, you know, the summit's going to run free from March 1st through the 5th. But if you'd like to continue to have access after March 5th, then here's your all access pass. It's, you know, $37 on the front end. And then I do offer it again on the back end for um, a higher fee, like 47 or 57. Okay. Uh, but I did find like, you know, probably 95% of the buyers are on the, the front end. Um, and so I, I try to, one thing that um, is also a key piece on some of the challenges are really nailing your copywriting. Uh, there's a ton of writing <laughs> that happens with an event. So having the, the, the speaker communication, what, what you need to talk to the speaker about, what are their talking points? How do I summarize that in the daily emails that are going out? How do I promote uh, what kind of promotions and emails and landing pages and thank you pages. So the, I would say the tech and the copywriting comes with that. So circling back to the bundle question, but really, if you know, not, like this is one of those key metrics again, right? If I know 95% of my buyers happen on the front end, I'm going to spend a lot more time making that, um, that thank you page where the bundle is presented I'm going to spend more of my time really dialing in that copywriting than trying to send out five emails at the end of the summit, really trying to get them to, to buy the $57 <laughs> rate at the end. So that is these are just kind of some right of there. The yeah, that is a key, key point right there. So you're, and I missed that. I missed the landing page. I missed the thank you page when I was going through all the different things off the top of my head that you need to provide a virtual event like this. I completely mm -hmm. missed those pointers. And the copywriting, how key that is. So do you outsource the copywriting or is that something that you do on your own? So I will say like writing is not necessarily a initially strong skill set for me. It's definitely something I'm developing and still mm -hmm. working on. Um, as a business owner, I feel like you do need some sort of, you know, <laughs> capacity to do that. Um, so what I did was I had someone help me with the first one. Um, so I'm very good at emulating things. Like once I have a framework <laughs> in front of me, I can kind of emulate. So I did have her help me with the copywriting on the first set. And I've kind of rinsed and repeated that uh, with the other summits going forward. So I have a, a great bank of, um, of emails, of landing page examples, thank you pages and things like that, that I can reuse now. Um, and, and even now you know, training my team members so that we've now that we've done three and kind of had some slightly different themes, they can go back and pull from those um, past events as well. That's amazing. And this was not part of our questions, but it just came up. Um, I'm wondering what is something that you learned through hosting these three virtual events that surprised you? Something that came out of it that you didn't expect? Is there something that comes to the top of your mind? Yeah, well, it's funny. I mean, you, you go into running an event with the intention of improving your business sales or growing your business, right? Um, I was, I would say pleasantly surprised with all the incredible speakers that I brought on um, was that I, I like, it, you kind of lean in like, ooh, do I want to work with that speaker? Because I really, you just learn so much from the speakers as you're hosting it as well. So whether you work with them or you just take some gold nuggets from their interviews, 
you personally learn a lot from the speakers, from the experts as well, that I think just really fuels the creativity and gets you excited again, kind of reinvigorates your, your drive and your business again. Yeah, because when I attend the event, I usually go through each day and I, I mark off, okay, this is something that I'm interested in. This is something I'm interested in. But for you, you're hearing every single interview. You're part of each of those interviews. And so whether you like it or not, you're taking in that information and um, you're held accountable to attending each of them. Very cool. And I'm thinking about all of the writers and publishers who are out there listening and anyone who's in the book space. How can you use this information? Well, one, I think it's important to encourage your community to attend events like these because it is such a beauty in the realm of professional development. Um, and these have been happening before coronavirus, before COVID-19 you know, hit, but um, it's a great way to be at home and to improve yourself and to really gather. But at the same time to host something like this, like Lane mentioned, there are metrics behind it. Uh, each of these events. So think about like what she said, if you can recap that lane, I really enjoyed when you said you have to think about what is it um, that you're selling or what is it that you want to sell? And then you go one step before that. So for you, it's, you know, your services. And so one step before that would be that call where you, you can really introduce yourself to the client. You can get to know their business a little bit. Are those 15 or 30 minute calls? Um, we have, we kick off typically with a 20 minute uh, call really? so okay. kind of right in the middle so yeah we have a and we have a specific template that we're following so there's key questions that we ask on each of those calls to really get an understanding of you know what are their biggest struggle points right now what are their biggest goals you learn so much just on those initial calls and then uh, we found it's helpful to just kind of get that that information on the front end and then if they seem like a good fit from there then we move into a second call where we talk through a little bit more about what it would look like to work together specifically. That's fantastic. And I'm thinking about how Publishers Weekly right now is hosting their first online event. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. okay, for them, what are they looking for at the end of the day? They want advertising. They, you know, they have these um, online and in-print advertisements that go out weekly. They have several newsletters but people don't know all of their services. So what are they looking for in this event? They're probably looking for people to know more about what they're offering. Um, and they're also providing a space for everyone in the book community to come together when, um, when Book Expo has been retired and discontinued. So, you know, I think everyone can take something away from this. It's just so valuable. And I appreciate your time today in bringing this to our group. Are there any last words? Like how can people find you and learn more about future events that you're hosting? What, what would be a great way to find you? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to continue to connect with folks. Um, I have two, two main ways that we can stay connected. One is we're hosting several workshops throughout the year. Um, we have live events and, and workshops happening like we talked about today. So you can go to scaling2021.com and it will take you to whatever the next latest and greatest um, event is that we have going on. And the second thing is um, I stay active on Facebook and our Facebook group. So I'd love to encourage your folks to hop over there and that is Simplify and Scale uh, Facebook group so you can know your numbers and grow your business. At the end of the day, uh, we have a, on our mission to really help, you know, entrepreneurs to, to take that next step to really understand, make numbers simple so that you can effectively grow your business.
Fantastic. And I have attended several of those and, you know, there's nothing that I get for sharing this, but that it's super valuable as a business owner, as a publisher, and she represents multiple businesses, which is the really cool thing is this, this goes across different industries. So ladies and gentlemen listening, thank you for tuning in today. We will put all those links to follow up with Lane um, in the show notes, and we will be releasing another episode next Tuesday. But until then, Cardinal Rule Press, Maria Desmondi here, sharing information that can help you in the book industry every single day, whether it be in marketing or advertising. So we look forward to connecting with you again. Thanks, Lane. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.